This podcast is brought to you by Backwards Hat Films and is recorded at Triptych Media Studios. Tonight we have a chance to say, yeah, you're right. We're too extreme. We're too wild. We're too out of control. We're too full of our own snish. Or we have a chance to say, hey, hope you, you're wrong. Hope you, we're right. Because you have all made it to the dance. Because believe me, this is the dance. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, it's time for the Wrestling Open Forum live show. Uh, we are in Triptych Studios. Uh, might have been a little hot coming in there, I think. Maybe. I think you're good. We sound good now. Uh, we got a good episode today. We have a ton of, uh, of subjects. We have a ton of topics to talk about. And a ton of beer. Me and Dutch are, both, are holding blue moons for this episode. And Best we have, and we have more than one apiece. Best beer. I, I'm not going to say that. I will. This best, is my favorite beer. beer. The best beer is commercial beer, Dutch. Especially with uh, an orange. That's yeah. where it's at. Yeah, I'm, oh. I'm with you there. I agree with you there. What is it? Is my sound good there? Oh, you're good, baby. Okay. That's all good. Sounds good. Like Dusty would say, you're good, baby. Like Dusty will say, baby. Oh, Dusty. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing our Dusty impressions while playing WWE 2K17 as a pre precursor to this show. Won't you uh, let the world know what you did, man? First time ever. First time ever playing a WWE 2K game. This is actually like history, pretty decent. In the history. And Dutch is in his universe mode. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's universe mode on. Uh, so you were raw. Yeah, okay. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, it was a TLC pay-per-view. Yes, it was. And he made me the main event where I was Brock Lesnar. So there you go. You got the best guy in the game. Fighting the likes of Rikishi. <laughs> And get this, Rikishi is the European championship <laughs> or champion. And by God, it was the best European match ever. Oh, dude, it was it was a slobber knocker. It was, dude. dude, we we battled for fifteen straight minutes, and Maybe I more. beat the mess out of Rikishi, and he beat me. <laughs> he climbed a ladder. And okay, I just want you to fa- like fathom this: <laughs> Brock Lesnar and Rikishi in a ladder match, and Rikishi climbed a ladder. That right there itself to is a beat feat. me. After he choked me on the apron, <laughs> I hit him with two F fives through tables. Two, yeah, you actually two. did. You hit one, him with a, one in the crowd. Yeah, the crowd table, and then you went to the announcer's no, table the announce and set table up a table. For, I hit that one first, and then the yeah. crowd table was the yeah, second. Yeah, that's right. And then I ran back to the ring and set up the ladder, and guess we made it back in time after an F five. <laughs> the comeback no, story no. of the year. <laughs> yeah, you you choked me on the apron, like not even a crazy choke, just like a just a hand, quick like, like hand like, over throat. I like, don't know. Head hanging off the apron. It might have been choked. a tongue and death grip. I didn't think. I don't think so. It was kind of nasty. They would have shown it in the replays. If it was a tongue and <laughs> death grip. You're right. But yeah, so enough of that. Enough of our 2K, 2K17 it was so fun. Like, randomness. You had to be there to witness yeah, it. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> but we are, my name is Patrick. This is my co-host, Dutch. What up? What's up? We are the host of the Wrestling Open Forum live show, where you can listen every Tuesday at 7 a.m. or 7 a.m. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. There you go. I should, maybe I shouldn't have drank this beer. <laughs> no. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. live from Triptych Studios. I got a dog in my lap. And a kid playing Avengers behind us. Uh, oh, and he's having the time of his life. Yeah, we have Odie, who is the show dog. 
You want to bark like for us? Best in show. He's not going to bark. He might cough. He uh, might cough today. Yeah, everybody say a little prayer for Odie. He has kennel cough, and he's been coughing and hacking and throwing up everywhere. But he has medicine, and he's healing. He's good. He's going to make it. Sai, not so much. No. Sai, uh, <laughs> Sai's always going to be Sai. He's Sai's balls deep into Lego out. Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sai's rocking Avengers behind us on the big TV. So he's if you hear it. him yell, we'll calm him down and go from there. Give him a nice little elbow drop. But we have a Twitter that nobody follows us, so we need some people to follow us. It's at Open Forum Show. So go there after you listen to the show to at Open Forum Show. It's more of an iTunes thing. And check it out. And amazingly, we do have somewhat capable technology, and it is it is called the call-in line. And you can call us Ooh, yeah. anytime after 710. So in five minutes, we're going to open the line. Phone number is area code 980-330-2156. And if you're listening to this on our website at trypticmedia.com, T-R-I-P-T-Y-K, media.com, backslash W-O-O-F show, uh, you can listen there or you can download the Spreaker app, that's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, Spreaker app, and just look up Wrestling Open Forum Show. Every time you get me with that, Spreaker? you say Spreaker. I know. Because I want to go, ha ha, you messed but they're up. Good. They're good. They, have a good. they have a good software that we use. It sounds clean, even though we have professional equipment from the studio. Uh, but yeah, but that's how, that's how we run this thing. It's beautiful. That's how we run it. Yeah, and if you're not familiar with the show, uh, the way we do it is we call it, we call it well we I mean I call it a PTI, part of the interruption type show, uh, where we have five topics. Uh, these topics can be interrupted at any time by you. That is you listening to this. If you call us at nine eight zero three three zero two one five six after seven ten, that's when we open the lines. But you can call us and give us a topic. So we have three big topics we're going to talk about. And hopefully we have some call-ins and we can discuss some more topics. Uh, we got a big weekend coming up, which we'll talk about. Uh, there was a big weekend for a bunch of different companies with some shenanigans. Some shenanigans? Which we'll get into. And apparently a uh, computer chair like Dutch is sitting here right now uh, met Roman Reigns' forehead last night. Oh, my God. That was beautiful. <laughs> that's probably the best spot Reigns has done his entire wrestling career. Ever. <laughs> But hey, that's that's what it's all about. That was Create, great. Beautiful. Creating memories, guys. Creating memories. You get one of those, Roman. And Braun, you just continue to impress me. And that right there is the stint of our WWE conversation. Yep. Because is it? Yeah, because today we are going to have a uh, strictly indie, indie show. Yeah, Ooh, indie it's takeover. about time. That's the reason we started this thing, and we and never and we didn't keep up with it. And I think it's fitting for what we're going to be doing this weekend. So it's going to be really fun to. Get on that subject. I, that's going to be really fun. I think so. Gosh. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. There's not much. Well, I mean, I look forward to a lot of stuff in professional wrestling. But there isn't a lot of stuff that like I'm really, really looking forward to. This is one of them. And this weekend, I'm really, really looking forward to it. So we got to take a ride with the, the workhorsemen. Yeah, we're going to be with the workhorsemen. We might record a podcast. That'd be fun to have them in it, too. That's what I, that's the point. Oh Rich. yeah, I know, Patrick. It's just gonna be fun to get in their minds and see what's going on. Agreed. I can't wait for it. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna check Dutch. Yes, tell, me, sir. tell me about your life while I check our audio and make Let's sure see. everything's working well. <clears throat> the life is going pretty good of the Dutch man. That's right. You can call me that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, no, everything's going pretty good. All right, I'm, I'm taking the microphone back. No, oh no, wow! Kidding. Ouch! Kidding. Go ahead. No, but uh, I think I'm really excited for progress and evolve. This is something I really, really look forward to, and uh, just seeing like the UK style of wrestling 
I've really become very fond of it, so I'm super excited about that to see exactly. And Patrick is dropping beers, so we're good. And Patrick, you're still leaking beers, so. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this weekend we're going to be heading to Baltimore, and then we're going to go to New York City to do some filming and stuff, but we're going to get into that a little bit later, and I think Patrick is going to have to clean his little beer mess. He just dropped his uh, white PA all over the soundboard, so... If we start messing up, it's okay because we're going to get back online and get this going. But uh, the topics that we have actually for for this week are going to be strictly indie. That's the whole reason of this show. So when we get into those uh, topics, if y'all have anything, remember, you can call us in. Uh, our number is on the on the website to give us a call and give us your topics because this whole podcast is solely because of you. We do this for fun. We want to hear your opinions. We want to know what makes you tick in the wrestling world. Like if this is your first time, we do this as a pardon the interruption style format where we give topics. We talk about already said that Dutch. Oh, did you? Yes. Yeah. Well, I only have one left ear right now. So I kind of feel weird. That's because I spilled beer all over it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, yes. So, um, you want to do some topics here pretty soon? Yeah, can I clean up my beer, Dutch? Yeah, go ahead. I don't even have headphones on right now. It's okay, dude. You're still spilling beer, and it's a great show, and there's our first cluster of the night. I was about to say, everything's working fine, and then I spill my beer. (laughs) This is why we told ourselves after the first episode that we weren't going to drink beer anymore. Cluster Rama, I like it. Ah. I'm loving this, dude. Right on the the format sheet and everything, too. That's an old one. You're going to have to get some Windex up on on that. You know what? If it wasn't... Or, I don't even know. I'm just baffled that Patrick spilled that beer. Yeah. I don't ever spill beer. <laughs> Never. Party foul, dude. Gosh. Okay, I think I got it all cleaned up. Oh, that's all good. Good job. All right, where were we, Dutch? Uh, we're about to get into our uh, topics. Is it time? Well, it's time to open the phone line. So, once again, you, anyone can call in. So, if you're listening to the show right now, anyone can call in uh, right now. Uh, area code 980-330-2156. We're going to... Jump on the first topic, I assume. Right, Dutch? Correct. Got beer on my effing phone. All right. Over the weekend, as we said. Oh, hold on. We need the bell. Topic bell. Yep. Topic bell, please, sound engineer. Hey. At least the engineer's on it. Hey. Hey. Okay. So, everybody knows the once-in-a-lifetime event took place. For CZW Wrestling, if mm-hmm, you didn't mm-hmm. know, then you've lived under a rock, like we always say. Should be punched in the uh, face. Yeah. So this event took place, and uh, it was a huge success from what I've heard. I know there's a few. I don't want to get into the drama pieces that uh, surround the main event, and Onita, I don't. that's not what this podcast is for. But there is one thing that caused a little bit of a stir that wasn't in the main event. Which I thought was kind of crazy. And, yeah, and I, I have like two takes on it, and some people are going to agree with one and not agree with the other, and that's why I can play devil's advocate because I started a radio show. And just, and you can. Yeah. Because I, I feel like we may. If you don't agree with me, you're more than welcome to call in. I'll give you the number one more time, 980-330-2156. More than welcome to call in and disagree and voice your opinions. I want to hear people's opinions on this. I do I want to hear fans' opinions that people of people who, don't, who aren't in the business they're associated with the business. I want to hear their reaction to it. I'm really like looking forward to somebody calling in on yeah, this. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping somebody calls in. But uh, during the Joey Janela and uh, Leo, Leo Rush match, which was their final encounter because everyone knows Leo is going to WWE. Yep. Um, 
there was a spot, or there was a maneuver that was done off of nearly the top of, what, a 12-foot ladder? Yeah, and I think it was, like, from the third rung. From like the third where, rung down. Where uh, the top, third rung Leo the top. was, like, placed. He looked like he was, like, third rung high. And it was was it a was it a cradle pile driver? No, or no, it was a power bomb. It was a power bomb from. It's a power bomb from the ladder through a table. And I mean, he landed like on the top of his shoulders too. Yeah, like big bump, uh, like dead death bump. That's what we call him. Yeah, it was. And uh, Leo Rush, I assume it was predetermined. Decided to well, I mean, I get like I said, I guess it was predetermined. So I'm not going to put the blame on Leo Rush. They they put the, the match together. Yeah. Uh, no sailed the power bomb through the table. Literally, like went through the table and popped up. And should I go ahead and tell why? Whenever no, hold okay. on to that. Uh, so, well, whenever we graduate to video streaming as opposed to audio streaming, we will be able to show these clips. Yeah. But so Leo Rush took the power bomb. So think about a twelve foot ladder. I just headbutted. The, <laughs> Jesus Lord! Stop Which drinking I, I beer. This can't. I can't get it comfortable. Like this is it's not it, I don't I don't know what's wrong. I don't Just know what's wrong. Just place an elbow here like this and then there you go. Like this. There okay. we go. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that, that is that how I usually sit? Now you're a Howard Stern. Okay. There you go. So think about uh, someone standing feet placed on the third rung from the top of a 12 foot ladder. Another male uh good sized male grabbing the person and pulling them down in a power bomb motion. Power through, bomb style, yeah. Through a table. Onto a wrestling ring, no and them man. get up like nothing happened. Just no sold it. Like yeah, like Superman the f out of it. Yeah. And then this is to me. And just... then like sell it like he's about to kill the guy that did it, and then gets kicked in the gut and takes a cradle pile driver. Yeah, it's like a package pile like driver. Like package yeah. pile driver, and and then sell like he's dead. That's what got on my nerves, and that's and that's what. Let me let me get your opinion on it first, Dutch. So carry on. Let okay, me, let's hear so your opinion on. It. As I was watching it, you know, I see the power bomb bump, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that was devastating!" And then he got up to got up, and I was like, "Okay, so he no sold this. So this is where he's going to come back, do his move, boom, one, two, three. Yeah. This is it. This is the uprising." But, like you said, he got up. He got crazy. Joey Janela looks at him like, oh, God, what did I just awake? And then he rushes him, no pun intended. Joey Janela kicks him, package pile driver, boom. One, two, kicks out, and he's not getting up. Like, dude, yeah. you just took a power bomb bump from the ladder. Through a table. You should have got up right after that package pile driver and just keep selling no sales. I don't think no, you, you should. No, you can't keep selling no. You can't keep no Maybe selling. another package pile driver, but... Like, you can't just take that bump and then take something smaller and then sell that. No. I don't like that. Well, I'll get into mine. So. I don't think it just, it doesn't flow right. Hello, Jeff from Baltimore. You're more than welcome to call in, Jeff. We haven't had you on the show. Uh, phone number is 980-330-2156. Jeff's chatting with this on Spreaker chat, which you can do as well if you're listening Absolutely. through the Spreaker app. Jeffrey. Uh, yeah. The K T Capo. That's what we need to call him, T Capo. TK Poe. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, the dog is, yeah, the he's dog letting is him talking. Know. He's letting you know. Thank you. Thank and, you, uh, yeah. Okay, so, okay, you don't think that he should have not no sold the, the package pile driver and just kept it going? Like, I really feel like that you just don't do that. Like, wrestling etiquette? 
Uh, I mean, there's ways that you can make that work for you. Clearly did it that time, though. Yeah, that I, it was. It was now, I, no I will, discredit I will, I will to pre, Leo. I pre, yeah, I will preface. Pre, is it preface? Preference. Preface, like pre, preface. I will preface this statement with the fact that I did not see. I have not seen the full match. I have no idea where the where the where this like whole uh, loop played a role in the match. I have no idea the story they told throughout the yeah. match. So I can't. I can't break it down from that point. And I say that because. Uh, hold on one second. Yeah. So, uh, sorry guys, we had a little sorry. technical difficulty. I have to play, play daddy. Um, <laughs> daddy. But so I'm not sure. Like I'm not sure where the where the, where it fell in the match. But as I was saying, Dutch, we have to. You have to. There's a way that no selling can work in a match, and there's a way Hello? that when you do it the wrong style. Like the wrong way, it doesn't work. So you follow me, Dutch? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I so, lost Capo. For instance, yeah, yes, fine. We'll get him back. So Capo, yeah. call back if call you, back, Dutch doesn't know how to work a phone. Yes, I do. Signal man. He always screws up the first one. That's the way it goes. But so, for instance, I'm gonna give you an example. Like this is this is a Davy Richards classic. And I love Davy Richards, and I love I love when he used to do this because this was like I mean Japan is where the whole no sell uh, fighting spirits thing started. Yeah, where you get hit with the big move, big suplex, you get up, and then hit him with the big clothesline, both of you down. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, how, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the that's the aura of a no sell. Yeah, uh, no sell spot. So, it's like straight adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, like your your adrenaline, and when you get that last bump out, when you get that last bump out. Then, then you're dead. Like you use your last bit of energy to do that. So, the next, uh, so this is where, this is where it goes wrong. You can't, you can't take a move like that. You can't take a move like a power bomb through a table. And then get right up and take another move, like fighting spirit, boom, another move, and you're dead. So do you because that? I mean, it's not the fact that he took a bump through the table; it's the fact that you tried to use, in my opinion, in my opinion, you tried to use a selling a systematic piece of the puzzle that people yeah. have used successfully, and you did not place it in the right spot. Absolutely. And if in, in, you maybe could have placed it in the right spot, you have to, you have to know. Because everybody on the internet that has a keyboard knows more about wrestling than people that actually do it. <laughs> you have to know that if you do that spot, you're going to take criticism. And Jeff, of course. Jeff, we're going to get to you soon, so we're not, we haven't forgot about you. Uh, you're going to take criticism, but when you can't, you can't do a fighting spirit or no sell spot yeah. without hitting something. So if he would have took the power bomb, I don't like the way he jumped straight up. If he would have like kind of fought up, yeah. like kind of hooked back up straight sure. and then ran at him and insecurity him or gave him a big kick or gave him or Joey Janela kind of bent over and he ran at him, gave him like a flip pile driver and then they were both down. Oh, I think okay. it, it could have yeah, worked. Yeah. I think sure. it could have worked. See, that's what I was expecting. But, I, but I think that it was, I don't know. I wasn't there. And, uh, I, and like I said, I take nothing at Joey. I know Joey. I know Leo. I worked with both of them. They're both amazing guys. They're both unbelievable workers. Leo deserves the, every, 
every opportunity that he's been granted. I haven't had the opportunity to watch Joey, but Leo and, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Joey's going to be at Progress this weekend. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll so, get to meet him. Yeah, so we'll see them this weekend. And I, like I said, I love both of them. No, no disrespect to either one of them. I just don't know if the execution was off or if the, the move set was off. It was just – I understand what you're trying to do. But yeah. I don't. I don't like the sequence. I don't. I, don't, I personally sequence. don't think that the sequence was played out to the best of the ability of the story. Yeah. For well, I can't say story because I don't know the story. Uh, to the to that that series of moves. Yeah, yeah. From a source, I heard that this is his like uprising of like some sort of like zombie slash emo Who, kid Leo thing. Or yeah, the Leo thing. It's like I some mean, kind of uprising. Thing. Yeah, he was doing the crazy thing in. CZW, where yeah. he was kind of emo. And that, and that move was death. like the awakening of that, is uh, what that was. What, okay. Yeah. And see, that, that could be that could be it, and everybody could be judging it just by the GIF or GIF, whatever you call them, yeah. that was shown on the internet. Yeah, Because yeah. when you see that out of context, you don't know the context of the move that was placed in the Especially, match. Yeah. It could have made way more sense if you had seen the whole match. Absolutely. And this is their but, final match, too. Yeah. It was like their seventh match, and it was going the final match, yes. or the final chapter. All right. Well, so, with that said... Let's get old Capo, T. Capo on the phone. So we have Jeff Capo who helps us out at PWX and is from Baltimore calling in. So, Jeff, buddy, how you doing, man? Hey, good. How's everybody doing? Good. I'm good, brother. How's it? How's uh, Maryland treating you? Uh, not too bad. I'm still here, so uh, but looking forward to the uh, big PWX show on the 20th. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Aren't we yeah. all? Gosh. I had oh. to do an interview with Fight. Yeah, Dutch is rocking the PWX shirt right now. Mm, love you guys. We're gonna. I think we're gonna be in your backyard on Friday. Yes, we will. Capo. Yeah, yeah. Because he uh, got involved on the eleventh, and then uh, actually, MC. Speaking of Leo Rush, uh, his supposedly his last independent uh, appearance will be on the twelfth oh. for MCW Pro Wrestling. That's right. That's nice. right. Are you going to the uh, Maryland show? No, unfortunately, right. I can't. I'm not got other plans for the weekend. But gotcha. uh, you know, wish uh, awesome wish Leo well in his uh, future uh, with the WWE, and hope they uh, hope they treat him well. Definitely. He's so, going to bring a lot of spice to the 205 Live yeah. or NXT, whatever he does. He's going to really uh, vamp it up. So to give a little background, uh, one of the guys that helps us out with, uh, and I'm going to bring him into it, even though he's not even in this conversation. Yeah. Helps out is Ed Zone. Uh, uh, Mr. And, Zone. And yeah, if you don't, if you get, it, I've said it before on this show, and if I'll say it again, if you're at a PWX show or if you're at an independent show, because he, him and Cassie go to a bunch of shows around. The, they travel a lot around the Carolina, so you might see him anywhere and everywhere. Uh, but, uh, enough about Ed, uh, Jeff, who's yeah, on enough the phone. About it. Yeah. Oh, we talk about him too much. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Ed, you know, Ed's, Ed's a great guy. He's, uh, my mentor. Uh, he got me into the business way back in 1988. Um, so, you know, if you have a chance to talk to Ed at a show, um, he's got a wealth of knowledge and I always embarrass him when I say this, but I, I truly consider Ed to be on like the Jim Cornette level of knowledge about the Ooh. business. I mean, he's wow. been promoting since Ronnie like Ward and stuff. Me and Ed so, have some good conversations. Uh, you know, if you get a chance to see Ed at one of the shows, whether it's PWX, APW, Palmetto, whatever it is, uh, you know, just just stop and say hi to him. Um, and if you're if you're working a match or something, if you want an honest opinion about your match, Ed will give it to you. I like that about Ed yeah. too. He's very, very honest. Yeah, very honest about what's I, going on. That's why I like discussing stuff with Ed. I like to but, have him on the show too. But the point of Ed was that Jeff, like like Jeff just said, Ed got Jeff into the business, and it was his mentor. But Jeff and Ed used to run shows. Okay. In the would y'all, where where did where did you guys run shows at, Jeff? 
Um, we basically were running Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, West Virginia, uh, that area. Yeah. So, um, and, yeah, it was, uh, we, we started back in the late eighties and then, uh, probably through the mid nineties. And then, uh, Ed started working for, uh, ECW, uh, yeah. at that point. Gotcha. And, uh, that's about when I started refereeing. Um, and I did that for about 15 years. Nice. Um, yeah. So, so there's a plethora, was, uh, yeah, it was, plethora of experience an and knowledge between the two of you guys. I like that right there. Knowledge and experience. Yeah. The tag and, team of and so, Jeff and So Ed. when Ed started coming around, I guess he mentioned he mentioned PWX to you, Jeff, and then you came down. Yeah, he did. Uh, you know, he actually he had been talking to me about it f- about two years ago, I guess. And then, uh, you know, he really started, you know, he really kept, you know, he's like, you got to come down here. He goes, I know it's a long drive, but, you know, you got to come down. He goes, if you remember what we did 25 years ago, this is like the next step. And uh, so basically, I came down the uh, the first PWX show I saw was last year's X16. Ooh, nice! So that was my uh, did, that was I, my exposure to PWX. I don't know if I realized that that was your first that was your last first show. X16. I haven't experienced my first one yet. Oh, it's insane! November. Oh, I mean, definitely yeah. with the company. Yeah, it's it's insane. X16 is insane, and last year's was like it tops every year. So last year was our debut on Flow Slam, and it doesn't. Uh, Plateau, no, from what no, I hear, no, super it just, good. Yeah, it's it's just if we all we always get the right cast of characters to make the whole weekend special. They That's did the storytelling in the ring. That's yeah, the good thing. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but yeah. So Ed, you've been around. Not Ed. I'm sorry, Jeff. Yeah. We talk about Ed too much. <laughs> Jeff, it, it, it's interchangeable. It's all right. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I say Ed, just answer Jeff. Um, all right. You've been around for a long time. Yeah, have you have you seen the clip that we were talking about about Leo Rush? Yeah, matter of fact, I was just watching it again on on YouTube as you were talking about it. Um, you know, to me, it's almost like the sequence was in reverse. Yes. Um, I guess no if point. I was booking it or if I was doing the match, I I would have done the package power driver first and have a more pop up from that one instead of doing the ladder thing I, I really think that that you know that was not the move to, to be doing the, the no sell on yes yeah you know and uh it was kind of funny because this, this debate's been going on obviously uh on the internet so i kind of looked around i looked around a little bit and i saw one of uh road warrior hawk uh, it was a match from 1988 um where ming uh gave him a pile driver yeah you know, oh, just a straight up exactly driver. talking about and hawk, hawk absolutely no sold him Yes. I mean, just popped right back up from it. And they were making a big deal in the commentary. It's like, oh, yeah, well, he's got such a muscular neck and all this kind of. Trying to make you know, sense I mean, out they of were it. trying to really play it up, you know, that this is why he did it. You know, it wasn't, you know, so apparently the match was called that way. So it wasn't like he was, you know, it wasn't like there was a shoot going on or anything like yeah, that yeah. or somebody got upset. It I was really, just, that was, that was the way they did it. Yeah, I really like that you brought up Ming, too, because. Ming was such a great guy, and for him and uh, Road Warrior to do that, that's how, I'm, I'm going to look that up tonight, too, because like I like how Patrick was talking about that, that fighting spirit. There should have been a different sequence in the way you said it. I wish you could have seen our expression exactly oh, when yeah. you said that. that, made, that nailed makes, it. Yeah, nailed that it. is well well explained. Yeah. And, I'd like, like, and like, I was trying to put it in perspective that you can pull that, that type of sell off, but it needs to be done right and at the, with the right timing. And once again, I have well, not seen only the right timing, but the right right personnel. And what I've yeah. what I've seen and heard a lot of, 
and opinions on that Leo's not the guy to be doing that, especially off a move of that caliber. Um, you know, again, again, it could have been a smaller move or, or a less devastating move, I guess, if you want to call it that. Yeah. And, and Leo just doesn't have the build. Or quite frankly, a lot of people are saying he just doesn't have the chops in the business yet to be yeah. pulling something mm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I'll, I'll be, you know, although I can't make it to the show, it'll be interested to see if anything similar hap- happens at the, uh, either at the Evolve show or the MCW show this weekend. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, uh, I mean, even for people, if anybody's listening right now and you have not seen this bump, go look it up right now and just watch the sequence that happens uh, between these two guys. Even if you don't watch wrestling, it's Leo Rush Powerbomb. That's all you got to look up, and it's the first thing that pops up. Yeah, it's and from it's insane. CZW. CZW. And it's, it's such a good bump. And I mean, it, yeah, it looks, it, it looks amazing. It that's, looks that, and that's, what, that's another thing is it takes, it takes everything out. The risk involved is what most people don't talk about. Yeah. The risk of pulling a move out like that off. And the beauty of how, how they pull it off, it kills it all. It really does. Because right when we were talking about, like, like the death bump, I mean, he landed top of the shoulders through the table. It wasn't, like, like flat-backed. Like, it was a pretty nasty bump that he took. And then, you know, just got fired up and then took that po- package pile driver, man. Like you said, backward sequence. Yes. So, well. Yeah. And, you know, too, what worries me is, is you know, and I guess, and I'm sure you guys have talked about it on your show, and, I, and I've seen it, you know, for the, the long as I've been in the business and watching. I go back even further watching wrestling. I'm as, I was watching wrestling back in the 70s. You know, you see the progression now of the finishers and stuff, how things are, are changing along the way, which it always happens. I mean, it's just, it's part, of, it's part of wrestling. It's part of any, if you look at any sports or anything like that, it always evolves. But what worries me is, is where do you cross the line? Where do you get to the point where it gets absolutely too dangerous for everybody involved? Yes. Absolutely. And yeah. if a guy's going to no-sell a move like that, then somebody's going to say, well... If everybody's going to start no selling it, so then what's the next next thing up? Yeah, a lot of people don't take that into consideration. Yeah, absolutely, because I think you're on to something there, Jeff. Because if you no sell that, then everybody's going to start thinking, well, what can we do bigger and no sell and get a bigger pop out of the crowd? And I think that's yeah. what well, that's going to lead to. It's just a progression. Of, I understand that it's, it progresses. I mean, if you go back to the day, a bear hug used to be a finisher move. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, um, the claw. A, a spinning toehold uh, that the uh, the Funk Brothers used yeah. a lot. Um, then it started picking up. We started picking up into, like, the figure fours and yeah. the DDTs and the pile drivers. And then you started seeing a lot of submission-type uh, wrestling as the, as the Japanese and Mexican uh, wrestling style started to uh, to get into uh, more uh, into the American wrestling. Yeah. So again, like you got to be again, you got to be careful that you don't you don't pump it too much. Then you get start getting too many people uh, hurt. You know, obviously it's a dangerous business, and we we've seen uh, you know we've seen too many things, simple moves um, that unfortunately have cost people you know injuries and stuff like that. Uh, we talk yeah. about Ethan Case. You know, who, who uh, on a very simple move broke his ankle. Yes. You know, was out for four months. Yeah. You know, but then you, got, you got guys do it, and I worry because especially the younger ones, maybe not trained well enough, um, start taking some of these moves or a little, you know, a little over their heads uh, to be doing, and get you get into an issue of of danger. And then if you start getting people hurt, then again it starts putting a bad light onto the business, and and we we go that route again too. Yeah, I, it's it's 
it's part of the sport where you don't want to no sell too much. And I feel like no selling can hurt the business, but at the same time it can help the business. It can help a build a character. And uh from what I understood, right. like this this Leo Rush uh bump was to awaken some type of zombie emo kid slash thing. I don't know exactly what it is. I don't want to use the wrong words here. Uh, but from a source, that's what I heard that this was supposed to do. It's the final chapter between Joey, Janela, and Leo Rush. And that's the whole purpose of this this powerbomb bump. But like I said, it all boils down to what happened afterwards. And that's what that's what I take away from it. Right. I, I agree 100% on that. Yeah. All right, Jeff, that was our topic, and usually when guests call in, we give them the option to pick a topic. Do you have a topic for us? Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> Throwing curveballs. Now, now you caught me unaware. Um, well, I, I'd like to talk a little more about the PWX show coming up. I like it. Oh, we can do that. Absolutely. I just finished an interview with Fight Network or Fight TV that uh, will go up, I think, over the weekend. With SoCal Val. Oh, by, uh, by the way, oh, I, I did watch the replay today. I, I watched the uh, I watched some of the. Uh, uh, I know we had the, the time schedule got bumped last night, where it got didn't get on till nine o'clock. But then I got had a chance today uh, to rewatch the uh, whole card again from Rise of the Champions, and uh, that was really cool to see that on fight. Um, I think it I think it came out very well. Uh, I think the audio and visual visuals were great, um, and it worked very well on both my phone and my PC. So for anybody listening, if you get a chance, you can now watch the uh, Rise of the Champions 12 on replay uh, on fight t- Fight.TV. Very nice plug. That's right. And well, I'll, t- I'll tell you something crazy, and a lot of people don't believe me when I say this, is I don't watch our shows. Really? Like afterwards, no. I don't. Because you'll criticize it. Yes. And, and I don't like to. Well, and, and the thing, too, and, I, and I, would, I know what Patrick does, and even what I do at the shows, we don't have a lot of time to watch the shows. Yeah. There's, there's just True. too much behind the scenes going on and too much running around and trying to get things done and trying to get people in the door and seated, yeah. you know, and Patrick's doing all his things with the audio visual and trying to get set up. And, mm. you know, there, there's a million things going on behind the scenes that people don't realize. So it, it's very rare to, to, to get a chance to sit and watch a whole show, you know, and be able to look at things. So, you know, the fight, I think the fight TV uh, deal is going to work out very well for everyone. Oh, I agree hundred percent. But I, what I was referring to, Jeff, was I don't watch shows like on DVD or on yeah. video. Yeah. I don't watch them at all. See, that was my, like I watch, I, I catch enough of the match and I, and I play it all. I play like, I don't want to say play booking, but I play all of my, all of the way I feel about the show off of the crowd reaction throughout the show. I listen to the crowd right. reaction, and I watch a few spots and stuff that I know is going to happen to make sure that it's pulled off right and it goes over right with the crowd. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my intuition comes from the crowd, the, what I hear from the crowd. Yeah. And uh, this this show was the first show I've sat, I've sat down and watched in three years. Oh, Rise of Champions. Rise of Champions last yeah. night on Fight, on fight yeah. app. And I was so proud of the product that we put out from that, that show. Yeah. And I remember, I remember texting Brian throughout the whole thing and texting Ed and texting Corky throughout the entire deal Yeah, and yeah, watching yeah. people talk. I love the chat deal with fight where you can watch people chat during while they're the show. Wa- yeah. During the yeah, show. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I've, I've, I've had numerous conversations with the people at fight and, uh, we can announce that we've signed like agreement with them moving forward. That's, they're going to host our pay-per-views. 
and uh, yeah, the audio, the video, and from the streaming standpoint, the video and audio were flawless, and it's still up. It's still up on the. Uh, it's going to be up, for, I guess, forever on Fight Network, where you can watch <laughs> Rise of a Champion twelve from yeah. February of last year. But yeah, and that that's a perfect introduction, perfect introduction to PWX uh, moving into uh, yeah. Eye of the Beholder on August twentieth, where we go be live. Really nice to see with everything. I'm glad he brought that up because I'm super interested. With the uh, the main event, yes, that's gonna be super nice. Yeah, and I mean, and just with all like, the surprise uh, entrants coming in. Oh yeah, or well, participants. It's just like I said, it's when you. This is the thought that goes into it that most people overlook. Is that you have Anthony Henry, who is the champion. Yep. So the the main event for our uh, the Beholder match on our show on August twentieth is a four way elimination match. Which, if people don't know the history of the company, they don't know that this is the third year that we've done this match. The Fatal 4-Way Elimination? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. I was, and like the first year, Cedric Alexander walked in, the champion, and he was eliminated first. Oh, wow. Then last year, the month before, Sammy Callahan beat Skyler for the title, and then Skyler won it back at the elimination by beating Sammy Callahan. Oh, okay. So, this is our third year doing this, and... Uh, since it was our debut on fight, I wanted to, or I should say me and Brian wanted to encapsulate the past, present, and future of PWX. Yeah. So you have Anthony Henry, who is the current champion. Yep. You have John Schuyler, who was one of the longest reigning champions in the history of the company. Okay. You have Martin Stone, who's the future of PWX. Okay. And then you have the, uh, Uprising like, Matt yeah, Riddle. the dark yeah. horse, Matt Riddle. Who, if any, if y'all have who, not seen Matt who Riddle. Who is so unpredictable cool. that he could win the match. I remember the, I believe the first match I ever saw him against was uh, Anthony Henry. And man, yeah. that oh, was insane. an amazing match. And the one thing that I remember the most is, uh, I believe it was Henry put Matt Riddle in a uh, arm bar. And he picked him like straight up with one arm. And he did a uh, powerbomb out of it. And it was amazing. I don't know if you saw that or not, Jeff, but that was a good show. Yeah. I, mean, I did I, see that. That was an excellent Yeah, and that's the thing. That was my first ever show that I ever attended for PWX. And uh, that was uh, the first time I had my opportunity to do the documentary and everything. And it was that was an insane show. Very good show. And then uh, Rise of a Champion was that night, the first night that I got my opportunity to film ringside. And just the experience of Rise of a Champion was so good. It's electrifying. It gave me goosebumps while I was out there the entire time. Everybody pulled their part. And like he said, visually, the product and everything was just beautiful. It, it was really nicely pulled off and put together and came uh, together. Agreed. I loved it. And, I'm and like, we're going to top it at Out of the Beholder on August 20th. And I don't doubt that, too, because we have – what's uh, ACH? We have ACH coming in for the first time in probably uh, maybe two years. I have uh, quite a few people that have messaged me and are super stoked about ACH coming, yeah. and they're coming to the show solely because of him. Nice. And, uh, you know, trying to pack it out. So my mother, yeah. maybe can <laughs> Kevin Nash. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to. Yeah, for, if, anybody, if anybody listening needs incentive on coming to our show on August 20th at Cabarrus Arena in Concord, North Carolina, it is that if we pack it out, Brian – Kenabrowski, who owns PWX, has agreed within the next six months, I'll make sure it's three, that uh, we're going to book Kevin Nash so Dutch's mom can have the once-in-a-lifetime meeting 
with, with Kevin Nash. Nash. We're going to film it. He should just uh, just call her on out to the ring. Yeah. Schmooze her up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> on the show. <laughs> God, that'd be amazing. You know what? Pull the pull the bad lady from the crowd. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> it would be beautiful. And I'm telling you what, if you did that, man, she'd be in tears. Oh, I'm sure. She's going to be yeah. in tears anyway. Of course. She was just like, oh, my God, it's Kevin Nash. It's going to be amazing. I don't know what it is with her, man. She's always loved him. Hey, but Everybody's got that hero. Nash at, at a PWX show? That right oh, that'd be amazing. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I agree. That'd be great. Well, Jeff, we're going to jump off to our other topics, but I appreciate you calling in. All right, no problem, guys. And uh, like I said, I'll see everybody on the 20th for uh, PWX. Yes, sir. We'll see you, man. Take care, man. All right, you too. Ah, so good to hear Jeff's voice. I like Jeff. Jeff's a good dude. Nice dude. Good dude. I feel like if him and Ed had a a tag team, it would be experience and knowledge. That's it right there. Knowledge and experience, Dutch. Whatever you want to call it, dude. Knowledge and experience. Why would you put experience above knowledge? I don't know, dude. I'm knowledge going with experience. it. You know what? That's why we talk about this behind the scenes and then get it. Yeah, well, you didn't talk about that behind the scenes. <laughs> That's why you did not get it. God, you hate me so much. Sometimes. You really hate me. It's, it's true. All right. You know. Uh, I got it, yeah. Let's what go with the, yeah, you want a second topic? Yeah, let's go to second All topic. Right. What we All got, right. baby? They know Jeff just sent us, because Jeff's the only one that uses the chat, and we love him for it. Thank you, Jeff, for being on. He just sent us a thank you, guys. So, uh, topic number two, engineer guy. Sa. Sa. Topic number two. Topic number two. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> he is so into that game. Yes, he is. He's Avengers up. He's rocking two Spider-Mans. You know you're going to be here to like 10, right? Yeah, whatever. So, anybody, well, the big, Leo Rush and Joey Janela were, was huge on social media. Yeah. There was another wrestling kit clip that took place outside of the United States. Okay. That uh, blew in. up on Twitter and got a bunch of the mixed responses. Oh, yeah. And we are talking about the Mick Foley dong flip that happened in, is it Dublin, Ireland? Is that where it was? Yeah, it was in Dublin, Ireland. Dublin, Ireland. Yeah. So Joey Ryan, who has uh, (laughs) the penile of gods, uh, happened to flip, (laughs) do the infamous penis flip onto Mick Foley. Oh man, it was beautiful. Oh, it was. Oh, this I will say this is one of the best uh, sequence, whatever you want to call it, man. It was just I don't really know what to call it. It was just beautiful. Like it was well made. It was super well made. It was because well made. His, it was, his penals were well made. <laughs> because we finally, the good, for the first the good time, Lord we saw by Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we saw Mr. Sacco meet. Joey Ryan's dong. Yeah, Dutch gets a phone call in the middle of his uh, convo. Oh, he has a collect call from jail. (laughs) Somebody called Dutch from jail on a collect call. During a radio show. Well, that was fun. <laughs> was it a collect call from Zeal? No, it was like, can I speak with Christian Dutch? I'm like, uh, oh, that, can I call you back? Do student loans? I don't know what the heck it is. Uh, that's, that's probably student my student loans. loans yeah. student loans. They or call the, me every day. It's like, thanks. I, I realize this. day. When I'm ready to pay, I'll call you. Yes. Like, Naviant. I know I have this stuff. <laughs> Looking at you, Naviant. <laughs> what? You got to be kidding me. All right, so go ahead. This beautiful thing. Built, oh, it was just, yeah, built, sorry. This penile is built by Jesus. 
That's what you said. It's the first. I, did I say that? No, I said that. I know you did. <laughs> but uh, I just really like how we got to see the infamous Mr. Sacco meeting Joey Ryan's dong. Like, it was just. I know that sounds oh, really yeah. funny to people that don't know what we're talking about. But once again, if you don't know what we're talking about, look it up because it is super, super, super funny. I loved it's it. Something that happened in real life before a video game could make it happen. You're right. Yeah. It's rare. That's super rare. Like this is something you would see in a video game first, but no, no. I just, I, I really, really wish that we could see these two guys actually go at it because that would be great. Oh my god, yeah. Part two of that. Oh, I'm down. Yeah, I, I'd buy a ticket. Please, like. This whole Joey Ryan phenomenon is still going on. It yeah. still gets oh, pops. Yeah, he's dude. He's smart enough to make this thing last a good another five years. I just, yeah, dude. It just doesn't die. It's so good. It's because he's he's in. Some people like if, okay, I'm, he's I'm, not gonna, the, I'm gonna throw another plug out there. Throw, throw it out. If you're not familiar. If you're familiar with Joey Ryan and you have don't know Joey Ryan is like a wrestler or a person, go to the rest the High Spots Wrestling Network. Boom. Pay what's it nine nine is it nine ninety nine? It's nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine for a subscription. You can do it for a month, you can do it for two months, you can do it for a year. They have a ton of awesome content over there. Go there and look up a look beyond Joey Ryan. Oh. Done by some people we know. Very very, very well. Very well. And you will you will see, because in in sh- in shooting that interview, me and Dutch shot that interview. In shooting that interview, you realize how smart that guy is. He is so smart I mean, when it comes a, to the wrestling. He's business. an awesome dude. Love him to death. Uh, every time I see him, it's a joy. Um, but it's insane how marketing smart. Like him and Cabana are like marketing geniuses that the wrestling world just found. You know. Are you listening? Doug? Yeah, give out that number one more time. I'm sorry, somebody was asking for the number. They want to call in. Oh, the number is nine eight zero three three zero two one five six. That is nine eight zero three three zero two one five six. Dutch, if you're typing it in your damn phone, it's right there on the piece of paper. Right there on the piece. You know of paper. what? You know what? Somebody wanted to call. Okay, I didn't well, see that piece right of paper. It's right there on the there. Pe- like. There's a paper right in front of me. Okay, now I see it. Okay. Jesus Lord. It, Do you think I just pull it out of my head every time I said it? You know what? Yeah. I mean, that'd be impressive, but that's not that's not something I'm capable of doing. You are capable. You I want don't. an entire PWX show just like that. I don't want to hear it. There's nothing that i got to remember, like, number-wise. Like, yeah. math is not my strong suit. It, not, not that that has anything to do with math, but that's just where I went with it. But Yeah, but anyway, Back to it. Uh, so... Uh, I guess I guess with every reaction, there's a, there's a re... With every action, there's a reaction... So, with the action of the dong flip on Mick Foley, there was a reaction of Jim Cornette having three strokes. Mm-hmm. Not really. No. No, just just <laughs> going crazy on Twitter. Because nobody did a dong flip in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. No, never. In the 90s. Never, not one person, guaranteed. New Jack didn't do a dong flip. <laughs> I'm Although, just have saying, you ever seen, like, have you is... ever seen, like... I'm a fan. Now, I no, I might. I don't. I don't even talk junk about Cornette. I like Cornette because me and Cornette have had some interaction. Yeah. And he's never never been mean to me. Always been awesome. He's, sure. He is very high, like energetic and high strung. But yeah, that's yeah. him. You got to know that's him. Um, have you ever seen New Jack in 
Smoky Mountain Wrestling. No, but I've heard oh, a lot look, about it. Look at that up. I have uh, oh, that's I have amazing. a guy on the page. He's always telling me, if you want to watch something entertaining, New Jack and Smoky Mountain. Yes. And I'm like, are you kidding yes. me? Is yes. this what I really want to watch? And he's like, yeah, it's Oh, it's, it's, it's so entertaining. So entertaining. I definitely want to check that out then. If it's really as good as this guy's making it sound, I think I'm going to entertain the idea. I'm going to watch some of it. Uh, I, I actually a lot of people on the page, uh, a lot of people, a lot of them do tell me that I need to start watching some Smoky Mountain because I yeah, would really it's, it's like good. it. Like for for its time and its period, it this was, was good. 90s, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the the problem is is that it stayed the same. Like oh, it never, like it never evolved. It never evolved. Yeah, and okay. then that's and that's a lot of people's problem with Jim Cornette. I don't necessarily have a problem with him. But uh, a lot of people' problem with Jim Cornette is he stayed the same. Do you feel like that's what's and, wrong with a certain company today? Uh, no. I think that I assume you're talking about WWE. Yeah. I think the WWE is doing what they're doing because they have too many. Uh, not ne- like hands in the cookie jar isn't the right terminology, but I I'm, sure. I'll use that for lack of a better term. Uh, they have too many people to uh, cater to. Okay. Not, you not mean fan like stars? Base, not fan base. Oh, you like mean like sponsors and yeah. advertisers and networks? So I, if like they can never do what they want to do, that's what I don't like. And I mean, you as a business, like we've had this discussion before, as a business, you have to go where the money is. Sure. If there's more money in presenting a PG product like they're doing that can seem mediocre to all the major fans, uh, then yes, like do they make more money today than they did during no, the Attitude Era? No. Like, if you ever want to be knowledgeable about WWE now and then, listen to something to wrestle with Bruce Prichard. Sure. Yeah, because yeah. like I listened to the last one where they were talking about Heyman and WWE, and towards the end, and this is a major plug for them, but Conrad and Bruce are—I love their—I love that podcast. Conrad Thompson is maybe one of the best inter- podcast interviewers next to Mark Marin that I've ever heard. Uh, but I think it's only with people that he knows because he gets a little pissed off at him when they don't give him what he wants. Yeah. And he'll go at him, and it's the most enjoyable thing ever. We'll listen to some uh, on the road trip. Oh, we're going to listen to some. I love listening to Bruce. Oh, and God. we're going to listen to some yeah. uh, Cabana, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh God. Um, I don't care if Drake and Anthony want to. Oh, well. <laughs> Dude, Cabana's there. voice on there is insane. Oh, yeah. He's oh. Radio, oh, radio all day. So yeah. Radio all day. But uh, so, he needs to be an announcer uh, so listening to the, the the Heyman one, which came out last sure. Friday. Yeah. Um, they they're actually they've lost like thirty million dollars or like thirty million thirty million dollars lost. Wow. Last last either last quarter or something like that. It was something to that effect. I wasn't paying too much attention to it. But uh, but yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Like they're not doing as well as they could, but I don't know if they're willing to take the risk of going the other route because that might drop them even more. But let's be realistic here. Do you really think if you got a little bit more edgier that yes. it's going to drop you? I don't think so. Because whenever they do something edgy, they there's always sponsors threatening to leave, threatening to leave and Okay, but you have to think about this too. You have a sponsor leave and if you go another direction, there's going to be somebody else out there like, "You know what? They're doing this. Let's go with them." Like you're always going to have another sponsor that wants to be picked up and go with something that's edgier. Like they did it before, you can do it again. Like, it's there. Take take the reins again, WWE. Do your thing. And, I mean, I'm not wanting to sit here and talk about WWE, but okay. I'm talking about as a promotion in general. If you want to grow, you need to give what the fans want. And what fans want is something that's more edgy. But, but 
you, then you have to you have to distinguish what fans want and what we want. The fans, you cater no. to the fans. No, I'm not saying cater to the fans 24 seven. But I'm saying like, what do you distinguish as fans? Because they still pack out arenas. I don't know. They still sell a ridiculous amount of merchandise. Sure. So when we talk about that, are we talking about fans, as in? Us and people like us that like independent wrestling. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like, which one do you cater to the most? Yeah. What's the because, mass? Because the IWC are the hardcore fans or the people that like independent wrestling and storytelling and all that stuff. Yeah. They're not the majority of the fans. Okay. In yeah, wrestling. Yeah. Sure. They're a majority of the indie fans. Yeah. They're not a majority of WWE fans. Yeah. That's like having a... I'm trying to think of a good analogy. I don't know if this is a, the best analogy, but this is what I got. So, if you have an indie rock band okay, that has a following, uh, Nirvana, Nirvana, who has that Seattle hardcore punk following. Okay, yeah. And oh, then, I know where you're And then, all of a sudden, somebody hears them, somebody loves them, they get signed, they put out Smells Like Teen Spirit, and what are you doing? Taking a picture. Just oh. keep going. They, they, uh, it smells like it smells like Team Spirit comes out. Right? You follow? I follow, yeah. And now they're a worldwide success. Do you think that their management, if they're, if they're smart, is going to cater to... Now, I'm not talking about the band. Because I know who the band will cater to. The band will cater to those five or... 500 to 1,000 people that live in Seattle that Absolutely. Love, love them. Yep, yep. And that's but what I was going to say. their management yeah. is going to cater to what makes them the money. That money, yeah. Which consists of 80% of their fan base as opposed to catering to that 20%. rock grunge 20%, that 20% that lives in Seattle. So let me ask you this then. They've lost $30 million, right? Mm-hmm. But you got to understand, $30 million to them is like $3,000 to a normal company. Is it? Is it because that's what I'm trying to figure out? Is if you're going to cater to that to the to the masses, are you going to make up thirty million dollars? Like, did you say it was in a, in a quarter? Uh, it's, it might be like an annually. Well, no, it's got to be in a quarter because it's only the mid. Like, it's just the end of the second quarter now. Yeah. So if okay, so you look at what you've been doing. Do something different than if you're losing that much. But I didn't realize that thirty million dollars is pocket change, basically. Yeah, I mean they're like hundred to a hundred, hundred to. I mean, it's not. I want to say they're a couple hundred million dollar company. Yeah. So obviously, the first thing that you want to do is where are we taking the loss? Let's better that. You need yeah. to make that weakness better. And obviously, I think one of the problems that they have, and I'm not saying this as a as a negative towards this wrestler because mm-hmm. I like him. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. He needs to literally be dropped out of that title picture. He needs to basically be rebuilt. For the fans, and I'm not saying yeah, but if to the fans, but, but for if the his fans. merchandise is selling the most, then where's your? What's the harm if he's going to be? If your merchant, if his merchandise is selling like next to New Day and Cena, is it though? I don't know. I don't think it is. But if it is, if he if he makes well, let's say kids, yeah. So, so a, if, he, if he's doing that, then why would you take the risk? And why would he take the risk of going that route and killing? The extra fifty, sixty thousand dollars he's making a month off merchandise. Because I'll tell you why. Because it's Roman Reigns, and he can always come back. They did it with John Cena. 
He was the United States champion for a year almost. I don't know if it was a year, but he was the United States champ for a long time. They still made money off him. You can take a guy like Roman and put him down. Huh? That's what you're saying, though. Yeah, you can still do that, though. And, I mean, no, like I said, no but, discredit but to only, Roman. But you got to remember, there's only one John Cena. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, I, like I get John that. Cena is a special, is a special thing. Absolutely. A lot of people a lot of people overlook that. How about this? Like, John Cena is a Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. Sure. Let me, let me throw this at you, okay? Okay. Last year. Okay. You had Roman Reigns and Rusev fighting for the United States Championship for the first time. In, a, in almost, what, a year and a half mm-hmm. or two years, Roman Reigns was actually getting cheered. He was That's Because true. Rusev was the biggest heel on Raw. Rusev was selling that very well. He wasn't burying people or anything. He was having good matches, and Rusev was winning as a heel. Now, was he winning cleanly? Doesn't matter. He's a heel. But at the end of the day, Roman Reigns was going in there, and he was getting beat by Rusev, and people just didn't like Rusev winning. So when Rain stepped in and he was fighting him, the people were like, you know what? We really want Rusev to lose. So insert Reigns, and there he goes. He was starting to get cheered. And then his momentum halted literally in one night when they did that fatal four-way for the uh, Universal Championship with – who was it? It was Rusev. Huh? Who are you talking about? When they had the – oh, no, for Roman Reigns. Like his cheers – for Reigns stopped because they had that fatal four-way for the Universal title when Kevin Owens won, when uh, he turned his back on Rollins. Like, that night, yeah. Reigns got booed as soon as he – and I mean, like, it was night and day. You had – on that SummerSlam, when Reigns came out, they cheered him like he was the hero. And then when they announced he was in that Universal Championship match, it was heavy boos again. It's like, take him out of that picture – let him rebuild his character. I'm not saying his gimmick. Well, is he in the picture right now? Reigns, yeah. He's in the Fatal 4-Way, remember? Of uh, SummerSlam. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. People don't want to see Reigns in there. Take him out. Let him fight somebody not like Braun Strowman. That, that's a phenomenon all on its own. That yeah. was. I don't think anybody saw uh, Strowman being cheered that way. But find somebody. Well, after that chair throw. Hadouken. <laughs> yeah, Hadouken. <laughs> But that was incredible. Like I said, just rebuild. And that I feel like that's one of the problems where they're losing losing some of that money is maybe it's because of – I'm not saying it rains, but there's parts. Yeah. Partially maybe rains is that. Like I said, if it was me, I would have Roman Reigns as a main guy on my show. Absolutely. But he would not be in my title picture if he was getting booed that bad. If he was, then there's one simple decision. Turn him heel. Yeah, but heel, that's 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 a hard decision. It is, but once again, how much money are you making? I guarantee you he'd still make just enough. I don't don't remember what we were talking about. I don't either. Sorry, you got me really hyped. We were talking about uh, Joey Ryan and Mick Foley and we ended up Roman Reigns and losing. So this is this this is the show. See, we haven't done this in a while. We haven't. Like we started on a dick flip. Then that went to uh, Jim Cornette having a stroke. Well, whoever was calling. Call back. Call back. Because Dutch, once again, doesn't know how to. Why don't you hold your phone in your hand, Dutch? You know what? So you feel it buzz whenever somebody calls. You're buzzed. I'm not. I wish. <laughs> but anyways. What, do you want me to handle the phone? No, I got it. Okay. Whoever it was just. Yeah, whoever, whoever tried to call. This is Dutch. This is number three of screwing up the phone call. Dutch is number <laughs> he just three. said, I don't know what I'm doing. 
Yeah. So, in Sai, Sai, come here for a second. Sai, come here, buddy. Tell everybody if Dutch knows what he's doing or not. Right here. Right here. Right there. Dutch does not know what he's doing. Yep. See? Dutch does not know what he's doing. Yeah. And we got win. I guess we have the second or the phone caller again. So let's see if Dutch knows how to work the phone. One day we're gonna, one day we're gonna have this working, guys. One day, one day, we're gonna have like a like a intern. <sighs> it's not a seven year old boy <laughs> sitting here answering phones. We got another caller. Do we? Yes, we do. Is it a good one? Yeah, Maybe? you'll know who it is. Okay. Maybe you might not recognize the voice, but you should by now. So. uh Welcome to the line, Trent Trey. Trent Trey is back. What's up? Welcome. Come on, Patrick. You. I thought you. I thought you already know who it is by now. I can't hear you until you talk. Yeah, talk away, buddy. <laughs> yeah, like like this is what happens uh, when I give Dutch the reins of the phone and he misses your call twice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. So how, how's it going, Trent Trey? Uh, it's all right. Um, everything in the wrestling world seems to kind of well it's not falling in place but i think it's I, in my opinion i think it's slowly but surely getting there oh yeah let's wait till august 20th yeah like um <laughs> yeah you're coming like, to that uh, what, right y'all were talk- oh pwx yeah yes, sir oh yes i should be we, we have to meet face to face have we ever met face to face before no y'all no. haven't okay so we have to meet face to face but go ahead, Trey. Tried, so what you got for us, dude? Well, um, you were talking about um, you were talking about the whole Roman and uh, how they how they should pack uh, should repackage him. Yeah. Um, and I think I, I believe they're kind of going in the right direction. Okay. In a way, um, if you if I know it's weird when I say that, but. It seems like this whole thing with Rollins and Ambrose is going on right now. Okay. Rollins wanted to Ambrose back on his side, and they were trying to do the whole shield thing. And then last night, Ambrose and by the way, you're gonna tr- you're gonna have to um, educate us. Uh, one, um, some funny news: my credit card got hacked, so I haven't been able to keep up with Rollins SmackDown. So, yeah. oh, here we go. Oh do, man, do your thing, brother man. Yeah, uh, okay, so how far away. do I need to go back? Like two weeks. How yeah. Couple weeks, two okay. weeks, yeah. So, the whole Rollins and Ambrose thing this started when Ambrose was having his whole ordeal with the Miz. Um, and the Miz Taraj was kind of interfering, and they were beating up on Ambrose. And Rollins comes out uh, and yes, he yes. goes, he goes to help him. So, they, they've been having this little weird, like weird little setup they've got going and Ambrose was reluctant to kind of trust Rollins after the whole Rollins betrayed the shield to go with the authority and yada, yada, yada. Everybody knows that story. Gotcha. So last night, and I I only watched the highlights uh, on YouTube, but when I watched it, um, I was really surprised at the angle they're going with now because Ambrose finally showed his he was show, he's going to put some trust in uh, Rollins, and he stuck his fist out like they did with the shield, where they all put their fists together and right between them. 
So they did do it, and, uh, Ambo- Ambrose and Rollin. Oh, you, you got to let me finish. Oh, okay. <laughs> let him finish, Dutch. God. God. Hold on, I'm going to mute Dutch's mic, okay? Turn, turn. <laughs> All right, his mic's muted. Talk, Dutch. But, uh, uh he... See, it's muted. They, they started... It, it, Ambrose, or, uh, yeah, Ambrose stuck his fist out, and then Rollins... Turned turned around and got out of the ring and walked away. And I was watching this and I'm like, "Wait, what? Wait, what is going on?" First, Rollins wanted this, and now Ambrose wants it. Now Rollins doesn't want it. What what's going on here? And for the first time, I think Raw actually has. Oh, since since the draft, since they split them both up and they're actually their own separate brands now. Mm-hmm. For the first time, I, I, I truly believe Raw has this very good story going on between these two. Now, I was talking to a buddy today at work. Um, I was, uh, me and him were kind of coming up with con- conspiracy theories for, uh, or theories, I shouldn't say conspiracy theories, but theories for SummerSlam. And my big one was um, if, depending on each, depending on who wins, there's going to be a certain story behind it. And my thing is, is like, if Reigns wins, the, I believe the only way they'll put the belt on him, say they're getting in the heat of the match. Okay. It's coming right to the end. Time's almost up. I mean, it's almost like 11 o'clock on Sunday. And all of it, and so you know it's getting to the very, very end. Yeah. So they're all getting there, and Reigns and Lesnar in the ring together. Lesnar is, I mean, he he is he's dominated everybody, okay, even Strowman, and all of a sudden lights go out, and everybody's like, "What? What's going on? What? What's that?" Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden the lights come back on. Lesnar's on his back, and Rollins, Ambrose, and Reigns are standing in the uh, in the middle of the ring, standing Ooh. over him, and you immediately know what just happened. I like it. And you've got and you've got the bad the heel shield stable again with Reigns as kind of like Reigns as the champion. And I can see them putting legit heat on him since he is booed everywhere. Everywhere he goes, he is booed. So if you want to put legit heat on him, do that and make the shield the bad guys again. Now, okay. I was going to say do you think that if they did that, do you think Roman would be a pop killer and not be, or you want them to be heel? He just yeah, that's heel. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Would, so would you do you think heel. that they would cheer them, or do you think they would boo them regardless because of uh, Rollins and I was, Ambrose? Yeah, I was going to say that. Now, like nowadays, even if you're a heel, you're cheered. I mean, when AJ was a heel, he was cheered. When Owens was a well, even still is a heel, he's cheered. Yeah. You look at. Rusev, he's still cheered. I mean, it doesn't matter. It, it just depends on the wrestler, too. It depends on what the circumstances have been since you joined, who you've gone up against, and pretty much the same thing with all of these guys is one factor. It's Super Cena. Yeah. So, I mean, pretty much anybody who goes up against Cena is automatically going to get the biggest pop of their life because you're going up against Super Cena, who pretty much nobody likes. <laughs> yeah, except right. for little kids and children. All right, little, little kids and women. That's it. Yeah. That's pretty true. And um, so, and if if this does happen, which 
my buddy was telling me that's probably just the biggest wet dream you could probably think of right now. I was like, that's <laughs> the, the, I mean, that's the, that's one scenario I can think of. And I don't think a lot of people have thought about that. And because you see this whole little between Rollins and Ambrose going on. Yeah. And my thought is what's going to happen. Are they going to, uh, they're going to put them in a position to where Reigns is going to win the title and put these guys as bad guys again and have the most dominant group in the past decade. Uh, I would say. Yeah. I, mean, I can't really. Even more. The shield was pretty. I mean, even more than. Evolution was evolution was they were right outside the they decade. were top notch they were but see the, the thing is though is they were a bunch of they don't I mean you had Flair you had Triple H who you had Flair who was the past Triple H who was the present and then you had Orton and Batista who were the future yeah with the Shield it's more of a this is the here and now and we're just going to dominate everybody just because we can I don't know man I'm gonna have that to- was their whole storyline. I do have to disagree, though. I think Evolution would take out the Shield. Triple H, Batista, and Orton against Rollins, Reigns, and Ambrose. Yeah, I take Evolution any day on that. Uh well, if you remember, just a few years, just will be about three, four years ago, they they did go up against Evolution, and you saw what happened. I was about to say. Yeah, but the okay, only way they Evolution take out Evolution. Technically won, but we're talking about they brought in. You talk about Evolution at its prime versus the Shield at their prime. Evolution's winning that nine times out of ten, and that one time was when they're old and when they were old. And I mean, th- we're talking about Batista when he came back, and nobody gave a damn. Like nobody cared that Batista was back in the ring, especially me. And I was a huge yeah. Batista fan. He was wearing Jordans in the ring, dude. Count me out, man. Count me out on Batista well, I mean, on that. Was, now, Randy, absolutely. And, and, Triple H, sure, but. Man, you're going in two against three because, like I said, Batista, he he just sucked when he came back. Sorry, Batista, I like you and all. Mm-hmm. Back in 2005. Well, he was he he 10. wasn't Batista when he came back. He was Blutista, if you remember that. Oh, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he was Bootista, <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why CM Punk left is because they were gave, giving Batista this push, and nobody wanted to see him back. Like, if you give yeah. me Evolution well, I mean, we... right before they broke up, I would say that team would beat uh, Shield absolutely. Yeah, but so, going away from the sidetrack. Um, That's what <laughs> the show's all about. Oh, Trey, the sidetrack. <laughs> God, we, you we do that all the time. But, <laughs> but um, at, with, it, it, and with Roman Reigns, honestly, I, I I agree. They need to repurpose him now. Keep him being the powerhouse that he is because he. That's pretty much his whole gimmick is he's a powerhouse. Yeah, he hits hard. I mean, if he gets hit hard, he hits harder. If he takes a hit, he's going to come back up and he's going to keep going. He's basically the Samoan John Cena, pretty much at this point. Yeah, you nailed that and, one. And yeah, I mean, it's if you don't, if you didn't know, spoiler alert: you know, Roman Reigns is uh, the new John Cena when Cena <laughs> retires. Yeah, yep, whatever that may be. But um, if they just if they do it the right way, which I don't see what they can do now unless they put him in the shield again. Yeah. Because that was the, I, I think that was the only time in his career that he was absolutely, I mean, either booed absolutely, because he still gets cheers now. Because, I mean, it's kind of like with Cena, it's the kids yeah. or it's the women. The half and half crowd. But would, when he was with the shield, he was booed absolutely. Yeah. And when yeah. he was with the shield, he was cheered absolutely. Because yeah. when they turned face, 
everybody like Roman Reigns because he was the powerhouse. Whenever they got a hot tag and he came in, everyone was like, oh, my God. Clean house. Just picked up. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. it, they they just need to put Roman in a in a position where he's going to be either absolutely booed, in which they, he's already getting, he's already halfway towards that, if not three-quarters of the way. They yeah. can either put him fully towards being a heel for a good while, or they can just do something completely different and try to make him a face again, even though that probably won't work. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens, man. I think, that's I think a good he sold theory. me on the shield being at the end of the pay-per-view. That's nice. You like it well more done. than uh, it's hard, Sherman. It's hard for people to sell me on storylines. You like it more than Sherman yeah. uh, power slamming Lesnar off the stage. Oh, oh my uh, god! No, no, I'd love that. <laughs> and then you have uh, Reigns so and Joe, and then Joe wins. I think Joe beats Reigns. Yeah, in, uh, no, in, I, that, I, in that uh, scenario. I brought this up today with my buddy as well, uh, and I, I have theories about how if like how all of them will win. Lesnar, of course, if he wins, it'll just be like a like. Everybody will have their kind of like their everything. little their yeah. little things. Braun Strowman will hit his moves. Roman will hit his moves. Samoa Joe will get his moves, and then Lesnar will just come in and just clean house and win the title. Yeah, okay. That's just basic. That's just here, how Lesnar. Before you forget, before Joe, you continue, Trent Trey, before you continue, I'm gonna put this Go thought ahead. in your head. If Lesnar pins anybody in this match, he kills their push. He really does. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, oh, no. yeah, yeah. Oh, think about God, that. Yes. No, wait, he doesn't. Uh, Roman Reigns will get pinned in the match. Guarantee it. No. Yeah, he will. Then, then what? Then I can see that. If, if Roman Reigns gets pinned in the match, then what does anything? Why? Why does anything mean Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? Because there's no point because he's already beat him. You know why? Because it's Roman Reigns. Literally, it's Roman Reigns. That's that, why. Well, you can't get that. You can't. That can't be a keep, revenge. He thing. keeps if losing. It was a revenge thing. Why didn't Brock Lesnar and uh, Taker wrestle the WrestleMania after? No, I agree, but him. that's what I'm saying because it's Roman Reigns. He can lose, and he can be in a championship match the next week. He lost against Strowman, nah, and that like if they drop if he pin, if Roman Reigns gets pinned, they drop the ball if they're doing that at WrestleMania because then that match means nothing see, because I, Brock Lesnar's already beat him. But it's not the lot. I can see. Go ahead. I can see Reigns even if he like if he's pinned, which I, honestly I agree with that. I mean, I think he's probably I'm 95 percent sure. Roman Reigns is going to be the one who's pinned yep. because they won't do it to Strowman. They nope. won't do it to Joe. Lesnar, he'll be damned if he's, if if he's, he's the one take who's the pinned. Pin. Yeah. Reigns but, is, the, is the only one feasible that will take the loss and then, on the whole match. Well, I, back I think, I think if anybody gets pinned, it's going to be Reigns. I don't think it's going to be Lesnar that pins him. Oh, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Oh, if okay. anybody takes the pin, it will be Reigns 1,000%. Oh, okay. His, he won't I'm, win the match. I, yeah. I'm in agreement with that, but okay. I don't. It won't. But it won't be Lesnar that pins him. Really? Yes. So you think we have a new champion between oh, yeah. Strowman and Joe? Yeah. Wow. I don't know, man. I don't know. That that's the good thing about wrestling, baby. You just don't know. When it's when it's well, done right. Uh, and what's that? When it's done one right. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. right. Go ahead. One try. of my things or, is. Try. One of my things is though is that if if Joe if Joe is the one who wins. Yeah, I can see Heyman jumping ship to Joe. Uh, that's I I really want that to happen. Well, I mean, is is Lesnar really going to go to the UFC? From what I've understood, he has made no appearance for a retest. When's his contract up after Mania? Yeah. Hmm. From what I understand, 
from another source that he's I've got, heard he's now. Got a passive drug. Yeah, from from what I understood, or from another source that I was told, what it's looking like is he may drop this championship at SummerSlam and be gone until the Royal Rumble, win it back, and then lose at WrestleMania to Reigns. That's the new um, formula that I've heard. But it still has Uh, Reigns and Lesnar at the end. Maybe. Go ahead. I know. I know there were some original plans that Lesnar was going to hold the title all the way till Mania and yeah. hold the hold the hold the title for a year, and I'm sitting there like, "Is Raw really that stupid?" Yeah, like Excuse are me, the Raw writers bad. really that stupid? Because you literally have a champion who, for the first time, probably since he was a main like a, a mainstay since he was full time. Yeah, he has been around. I mean, he's actually consistently showed up. Now, I know he missed a week, but he's still – this is the first time I believe he's consistently showed up. He has and actually, actually having to been there. And I like it, too, that he's actually there was, on there. There was no reason for him to show up last night. Um, and, well, I mean, they had him on the uh, – they had him on Miss TV, and then he absolutely destroyed the Miss Taraj and the Miz. Yeah, he I heard about that. He all of them, and they gave him all the F5. Yeah, I did hear about completely that. completely insane. But you and know what? It's it's so just one they, of those things that when Lesnar's on TV, the rating spiked, just like when, when Goldberg was on there. The rating spiked. Then, but they need a they need a consistent champion. They need somebody. Agreed. And Agreed. they yep. don't need they they do not need to put it on range because if they put it on range, a lot of people now it's it's good for business because then everybody's going to start talking about range and how he's champion, how they hate it, and how they don't anything. That's what they want. But if you put it on you, you put it on Joe. You give him the max amount of credit that man deserves. Yes, he has done everything in this business. He has literally been everywhere, won championships everywhere. He has not touched gold, and well, except for the NXT Championship. But on the main roster, he has not touched anything. He's only sniffed it with his championship match at Great Balls of Fire with Lesnar. I think we could all, for the first time, agree on that right there. Like, that's a very... I mean, he yeah. he deserves this, and he could skyrocket Raw past SmackDown if they put that, that championship on him. I, and I honestly believe that, because SmackDown has been killing Raw in the ratings forever. I mean, ever since the start of the whole draft and the separation, they have been smacking them around, no pun intended. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean... Yeah. I mean, it has been bad, and with Joe, if Joe has the title on him, then it becomes that title becomes a lot more valuable because you're giving yeah. it to somebody who has held. I mean, who has been a, I mean, prestige above everybody else for the past 15 years, and he's and he does a lot of things you wouldn't see from a big guy like that. Yeah, absolutely. And, I agree, hundred percent. And he could he could build any storyline. He instantly made his rivalry with Lesnar. Yep. In, yep. Instantly better because everybody was like, "Oh, was well, stale?" It, it's stale because it's Lesnar. He's the champion. Any match, he, any rivalry he's going to have is going to be stale. Yeah, and Joe. As soon it. as they made Joe number one contender, it was instantly better because it, yep. they everybody knew that Joe could actually keep up. And actually have a really good match with Lesnar. 
Yeah, and I think, and I I like that you said that because Joe did revamp that, uh, revamp that whole entire championship picture again. And I feel like going into SummerSlam, I think people are actually excited about another pay per view pay per view coming up. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna watch it Mm -hmm. whenever whenever we get home from the from the show. I'm gonna start watching it, but I want to catch that main event because they have me generally interested in that main event. I will watch it, but I'm not gonna watch it while it's on because uh, there's a little something else that'll be on. Sorry. Got to watch that. Come on. You don't know what's coming on that night? All Game of Thrones? Yeah. Fair enough. It's only an hour. I'm going to watch I mean, it. That's and then 9 I'll watch. 10. Yeah, go ahead and watch <laughs> so that. And you get can out catch of the, way. the main event. Yeah, but I'll like fast forward through some of the matches too because they don't appeal to me. Uh, like but, Especially okay. like the women's match. That's not going to be anything because Bailey's no, not We're not here shoulders. to bash matches, Dutch. We're here to talk about matches. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're right. But, uh, but, speaking, of, but speaking of Fatal 4-Ways, um, also in that same that same day, which I believe uh, I have the Beholder is the same day as SummerSlam. Because, I, because I Brian knows how to book dates. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, speaking of Fatal Four Ways, I'm actually really excited to see uh, Anthony Henry defend his championship in that Fatal Four Way match. It's gonna be nice. Yeah. I, I, and it, I and uh, and and Rise of the Champions. Because uh, I, I was there at that at that event. Yes, you were. Out, it was stellar. I mean, I'm talking grade <laughs> A. This that was. I mean, I've never. It was a fun show. Never have it I was. been. I've only been to a couple independent shows before that, and one of them being Seasons Deletings, when Matt Hardy nice. uh, went up against the Man Scout, mm-hmm. and um, that by far was the best pay per view I have seen either independent. Or uh, professional, or well, I say professional as in WWE, like, WWE or TNA yep. or New Japan. Well, you know, yeah. Did you watch any of it on Fight last night? I did not. Well, good news is if you download the Fight app, you can watch it at any point in time <laughs> from now on for free. Like it wasn't just it, it, it aired last night for, like as as the airing, so you had yeah. to watch it like on demand, mm-hmm. like like in yeah. time last night. But now you can go click on play. On, and watch any part of it, fast forward, rewind, watch any piece of it on fight for free, absolutely free now. Yeah. For the rest of your life. The rest of your life. But, uh, a lifetime replay. But you know what, Trent Trey, we appreciate you calling, my man. We always love when you call in. You're right. almost like a mainstay here. Yeah. Yeah, we like it. So uh, like, any uh, guest host. any last thoughts before we let you go, ma'am? Um, my last thought, my final thought would probably be um, – I'm, I'm hoping and praying that this pay-per-view, this SummerSlam pay-per-view, yeah. actually actually outdoes um, Eye of the Beholder because I promise you, I, if Eye of the Beholder actually outdoes SummerSlam, I'm going to be really pissed. Oh, you can, you can bet on that. You can <laughs> yeah, bet on that's, that. that's a bet right there, dude. Make, make your way to Eye Not- of the Beholder so we can have Kevin Nash meet Dutch's mom. You hear that, and everybody that's listening to this? Let's make my mama meet. What was it? Big Daddy? Yeah, what he Kevin called himself? Nash. Yeah, yes, yeah. Big, big sexy. Let's let her meet him. <laughs> big sexy. That's what yeah. she calls him too. Yeah. But uh, or as uh, as as the Rock put it one time, Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Yeah. Yep. Big Daddy Cool Daddy Diesel. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. Trey, we appreciate you calling, brother. It's always a pleasure, my man. Always a pleasure. But uh, All hey, right. have a good one, my man. Later. All right, you too, guys. All right, buddy. All right, so. Before we uh, jump into our uh, f- closing segment, 
as my dog weeps because he has to use the bathroom. Uh, me and Dutch have a road trip this weekend. Yes, we do. With Evolve. Yep. Uh, we leave on Friday. And you know what? I haven't told you this, Dutch, but we're going to. And uh, we are going to uh, film it. Like, do a vlog. So we're going to do a vlog. That is that a phone call? Is it B? B Ryan? Well, because you don't wait for it. You gotta wait for it to say hit one. Um, I do. Thank you, and sir. And I told him to call in, so answer his number. Call again, B Ron. He's calling. Oh, there he goes. Jesus Christ! Can somebody please like I'm gonna put it so now? I'm gonna put an ad out on Indeed, trying to find a. Uh, Low-paying, $2 an hour intern for an hour and a half, uh, for an hour and a half every, uh, every once a week. So that'll be $2.50 that you will get. And this, this gentleman right here might take up my offer because he's always up for making some money. I'm pretty sure that would just be $3 then. Yeah. So we have, we've had all this talk about PWX. We're going to run long with this because he's long-winded. (sighs) <sighs> but uh, we've talked about PWX a lot and Eyes Beholder, and we've announced that we're going to be on uh, Fight the Fight TV app yep. uh, for our August 20th show. So let's welcome the owner of PWX and my good friend, as he says, a brother from another mother. Brian, what's up, buddy? Well, hello, gentlemen. I uh, definitely appreciate uh, listening to the uh Summer's Eve feminine wipe commercial giving you your monetization for yeah, this yeah, we have for to tonight's monetize. show. We have to monetize. That's just how that's how we roll. That's yeah, how we pay our bills, Brian. Because we, okay. we can't get well, people you know, to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> so evident, evidently there's multiple scents available this week uh, for Summer's Eve. Just giving everybody out there listening an FYI. So what's happening, guys? Just talking some wrestling, and everybody seems to want to talk about Eye of the Beholder on August 20th. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We're gonna, everybody's going to get caught sleeping without front row tickets. If they wanted front row, they're going to get caught there's, sleeping. There's a select amount of front row available. Very few. So I'm down to one. I'm down to one side of the ring. So I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah. So, uh, so. if you want to sit ringside for this amazing pay per view event, Experius Arena on August 20th, starting at three o'clock, uh, you can buy your tickets at pwxpro.com. There you go. And you, make it and and make it and let's just tie it all in and make it home to see SummerSlam. Yeah, and make it home to see SummerSlam just in time too. Who knows if the arena let us, we'll crank SummerSlam up on the damn. Tron and watch it there. God, that would be sick. I don't know. I 144, 144 inches. Well, we do have the internet connection, and I do have a Roku. And I and I have an Xbox 360 that has network on it. Or I could just bring my Xbox One. Yeah, your Xbox One takes forever to load. No, it doesn't. But, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, Dutch, did you get a chance to tune in, watch a little bit of Rise of a Champion last night on the fight? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Of course. You know what I was looking Enjoy for? Enjoy the quality. Everything worked. Every, everything worked good. Quality okay. Oh yeah, man. Like I was telling Patrick, man. I usually don't like like watching shows that I shoot, but you know what? That's one that I really liked and enjoyed to watch. All right, oh, we're dude. not going to talk about the main event, but other than that, everything else is great. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you don't know how to film when people go out into the crowd when there's a cable hooked up to you. You know what? <laughs> Ouch, man. That was your first time. That was my first so we, time. We let it slide. Yeah. It happens. Okay, fair, fair enough. We're going to let it slide. <laughs> Next time, you know to go ahead and disconnect and roll out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Now I know that. Or, <laughs> or grab one of the security two guys things. and say, watch my cable. Yeah, two things is either disconnect and roll out or get up on the apron and hold up and find them and follow. Yep. Yep, absolutely. You can't just shoot the back of people's heads. Or, no, you're right. Or or climb or climb the top rope. Yeah, or climb the top rope and shoot down. Nice. Don't stand on the very top. Stand on of course not. Rope. Middle rope. Yeah. Yeah. There I you go. That. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. There's a, there's some buzz. Like we just like like that's what I was saying. We just put uh we just shot an interview with the fight that's going to air this weekend. And uh, yeah. And they we all know we all know that Dutch's mom wants a picture with Big Sexy Kevin. Oh, she wants to meet him. We're she gonna wants film to it. Meet the man. We're gonna film it. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I said, I don't know if you heard or we'll, not, but we should uh, definitely she, get her. Will to, she, what's that? Will she faint or will she swoon? She probably what do you think will. Your mom's Both. gonna do Dutch. Uh, she's Both. gonna cry and then she's gonna hug him and, and then faint. she's gonna go, "Oh my God, I," and then faint. <laughs> Okay. In that yep. order. In that order. And then, you know, Kevin Nash is going to, he's like, oh no. And he's going to grab her and he's going to hold her and, you know, wave his hand, cool her down, and then she'll come back too. And then and we're going to have it all on video. Yep. It'll be beautiful. She knows how to sell. Nice. <laughs> she knows what to do. <laughs> My mom has watched a lot of years. Okay. Let's not discredit the mother of Dutch. <laughs> all right, Brian. We got to, we got to roll it, wrap this thing up, take it home. So give us right, one last pitch what's on the, What's, What's the uh, top ten list tonight? The top ten list? Your your like, rapid fire questions. What is it? Tonight? Oh, do we usually have rapid fire questions? Yeah, it's my Dutch's thirty seconds. Oh, do you want to hear? You want to stay on the phone while Dutch does his thirty seconds? Yeah, why not? All right, I gotta load it up. <clears throat> You're not gonna be able to hear the countdown, but you can hear him try to go over it. Go ahead, go ahead and use that 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 borrowed ring bell from our commercial. Go yeah. ahead. Thank you. <laughs> Pwx. All right, Dutch, so you ready for your 30-second recap? Yeah. At the end of the show, uh, we make Dutch give us a 30-second recap for people like Brian who tune in halfway through or three-fourths of the way through. So he can, and everyone listening uh, that fast-forward through the podcast and our banter can uh, hear what we what we talked about the entire show. If you happen so, to just catch this last second. And this is a straight 30 seconds. You'll hear the, If you're listening at home, you'll hear the clock. Uh, we don't have the technology to send it to Brian, so he can just chill. But, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's how we, that's how this is done. Dutch does good sometimes. Sometimes he screws up. When he screws up, we pick on him. So that's that's where we go from here. It's the whole point, baby. Ready? Yeah, let's do it. You ready, Dutch? Yeah. In three, two, one, go. Uh, first topic we talked about was Leo Rush taking a powerbomb bump from the top of the ladder. He did a death bump, got up, and took the package pile driver, which was uh No sale. Yeah, no sale, which we seconds. didn't really care for the last part of the sequence. But you know what? We'll go from there. We'll see what happens. And then we had Joey Ryan doing the dong flip to Mr. Sacco and Mick Foley, seconds. which was an amazing thing at Russell Rama. Hopefully we get to see these two connect. Four, and Roman three, needs to be two, repackaged, one. baby. Not too bad, it was Brian. <laughs> no, not too bad. Oh. Thank you. Was, it, was the, the sponsor. You got to throw in the sponsor. And what oh. else are we talking about, Dutch? Oh, PWX. Bi of the whole or oh I my of God. the beholder. I of the beholder. Christ. I always say that wrong. I don't know why. 
Eye of the Beholder. That is one of the more complex uh, names we've chosen yeah. for events. I always want to say Eye of the Beer Hoarder. That's, that's, I blame, that's me I blame, right now. I blame, pa- I blame Patrick <laughs> for yeah, this one. That's me right now. Why? Uh, all right. But, yeah, we're going to let Brian close the show out with us. So, Brian, uh, yeah, this is the Wrestling Open Forum show live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Rock out, baby. Uh, if you don't catch it every Tuesday at 7 p.m., it'll be uh, on iTunes at midnight tonight. And someone keeps texting Dutch. Yeah, they're talking about the show, baby. It'll be on iTunes tonight at midnight, so you can listen to the full the full episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we're we're that quick because we're that good. Oh, baby. Uh, yeah, and uh, this has been a good show. It was super good. It did Punch not you. feel like an hour and a half. No, it did not. We get you get <coughs> Capo on the phone, and then yeah. you get Trent Trey, Trey mainstay, and Brian, baby. And time flies. Oh yeah. So Brian, give everybody your Twitter handle and uh, promote some PWX real quick. Oh, absolutely. My Twitter handle is at Canabruski. It's K-A-N-A-B-R-E-W-S-K-I. And it's the same everywhere if you look for it on any social media. And then PWX is at PWX Wrestling on Twitter. Facebook.com forward slash PWX Wrestling. You know what, Patrick? It's easy enough now. Just Google PWX. You will find everything. Yes, that no is. matter your zip code, no matter your country now, by the way, Patrick, oh. no matter your country, you can go ahead and Google PWX, except for India. Uh, be careful when in India Googling PWX. Gotcha. I didn't know. I don't know about that, but I'll find out after the show. All right. Yeah, and... it's, a little, it's, a, it's a little non-G-rated. Ah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to end it on that because you can't go any further than that. So... There you ah, go. Exactly. So, once again, this is the Wrestling Open Forum Show. My name is Patrick. Beside of me is Dutch. So, the usual. For Dutch, I'm Patrick. And for Dutch, I'm Patrick. What the hell, Dutch? I know what to say. I just like saying it that way. All right, we're taking it home. <laughs> Thanks, Dutch. You're welcome, baby. <laughs>